Yo, what's going on? Good morning, how are you? Welcome to one conversation, the, com- the Commuters Podcast by the commuter, for the commuter, or uh, uh, just for the working man, really. You don't need to be a commuter. I don't care if your commute's 10 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes, you're in for the long haul here, for my 20 minutes. So I'll give you a little something to, uh, oh shit, to fucking... Listen to, sorry, just, it's been, it's been interesting, I've been in the car for a couple minutes already, I had a little problem, uh, defogging, so I couldn't possibly start the show as I left my complex, as I usually do, uh, strictly because uh, I couldn't see it, I was navigating, uh, you know, like with 20% visibility, so I figured I'd uh, hold off on recording the show for safety purposes until the fog cleared up off my front windshield. So here we are. The Tuesday before Thanksgiving 2019. Well, what are we doing? What's going on? Not much. That's uh, Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm here to tell you. You know what? Let's start with some fucking football because last night's game... I don't want to sound like a football guru as I'm on a little bit of a winning streak here uh, a few weeks in a row. I mean, it's two and one, two and one, three and two. It's not like I've been. It's not like I've been going three and zero here. Come on, box truck. I mean, you know what? I wish I knew you were turning. I would. Now I gotta wait for your dumbass turn. People put their blinker on way too late. When I, if I, if they were coming straight and not slowing down, I would have turned. But they they end up slowing down the turn, so now I had to wait for them to make their slow ass turn. I would have cut you off if I thought you were turning. Shit. Let me live here. Uh, so, yeah, it's not like I've been amazing here, but, yeah, hey, winning record's a winning record. And I told you on Friday, I said the Ravens... I also made a bad prediction on Friday, so I also told you that the Green Bay Packers are going to San Francisco and teach a lesson to Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> that fucking 49ers defense had other plans and made me look like a fool, at least in that regard. I did win the... I did have the Bills, and I won the Bills. And then last night's game... Sometimes, man, just a team just looks head and shoulders above the rest of the league. And the Rams and Ravens are going opposite directions. The, the Rams are just, they are, they can't refine their identity from where they were a year ago. They just, they, they were a lot better off a year ago. They, 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 had the young, they had the young guru coach. He's still there. But Goff has struggled. The offensive line has struggled. The defense has been pretty good. But last night... It's because the, the whole matchup, I mean, the Ravens' offense is in a place where you're not really sure anybody could prepare for that because they have such a weapon in Lamar Jackson, and their running game is so efficient. And then on top of that, they have a defense that a year ago was the best defense in the league. So it's not like, like they're, they're st- and they're still a top-five defense in the league. So it's not like, you know, you get any breaks from this team. You get, if you get, or you get anything like handed to you, you have to earn every bit of it. And the Rams didn't have it in them at all last night. Couldn't put up a fight at all last night. And they were absolutely just crushed by a better team. And they're just, like I said, they're going opposite directions. And now Baltimore, I mean, they're looking at a bye week in the playoffs now. I mean, they, they got, their schedule gets a little more challenging, a little tougher. I mean, San Francisco, Buffalo, right? San Francisco's going to give me. That's going to be a big game next week at one. Buffalo and the Jets. Buffalo's not a gimme, but... 
still, I think they're a competitive team and a good defense. Still, it's going to be it's defense. You can't count on a good defense to show up against a guy like Lamar Jackson because you don't know how, you don't know if they're going to be ready for that guy. Then they finish out Cleveland Pittsburgh, so they're going to get a bye. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be your division champion. That's going to be your top two in the league. I mean, with Kansas City falling off this year, it's going to be them. It's going to be the Ravens and the Patriots. Bottom line, and it's amazing to see just how far Lamar Jackson's come. Because a year ago, not a year ago, but last playoffs, last January in the playoffs, he was a liability for this team. Right? They didn't want him to throw. They want him to run. They ran a lot of pass options, uh, RPOs. They ran a lot of the, you know ran, ran a lot of stuff to kind of protect them. He uses weapons, and now he came back this year, and he is a great passer. He's a smart runner, and he's just—I mean—he's just slick, man. He, yeah, he just—he put a ball in the first quarter, his first touchdown of the day. I mean, it was just like third and something, third and eight, maybe something like that, and he—he he, he just flicked it, and it just went right into the receiver's arms, and it was just a beautiful throw, and it just looked too easy. It looked like it was on a string. It looked like a video game throw. Like, it was pre-programmed to go right into the fucking waiting arms of his wide receiver. Then he becomes, then he's the first quarterback to ever throw for five touchdowns at his Monday Night Football debut. An amazing, amazing evening for the for the young man, if you will. Uh, and it leaves the Rams squandering, right? I mean, they're looking at a 9-7 and seven season at best. 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, I looked at their schedule on the stretch. It's not... Arizona a couple times they can, they're going to lose one of those games. If Seattle, if Dallas, like they they're looking eight and eight in the in the mouth here. Disappointing year after the Super Bowl. No no playoff. I mean they're so far behind in the in the in the West. I mean they have Seattle ahead of them and San Francisco ahead of them. They're not. I mean, even by looking at the other wild cards, I don't think they have a chance for a wild card. Nine and seven. I don't think it's any of wild card. Eight. They're looking at eight and eight in the face. I mentioned. Uh, that Thursday night game, it's going to be Baltimore and New York Jets. That's the last Thursday night game of the year. And it's going to be a huge game. The Jets the Jets are looking, are looking at a 6-7 and seven right now. That Thursday night game against Baltimore, could, I mean, don't get excited if you're, the, if you're a Jets fan. Don't get excited. But, you know, just, just look for the opportunity to play in that game to get to 500. If you get to that game, they have Cincinnati and Miami, I think, the next two games. They're definitely Cincinnati this weekend. I think Miami's the one after that. So you got to take care of business here against two awful teams. you got to take care of business if you're the Jets. Going to that Thursday night game against the Ravens, anything can happen on Thursday night game. And look, just be... Your team is where they should have been. You got off to a shitty start. A rocky start to the year. Your team got socked early. Um, you know, I don't know. It's been a three-game winning streak since the Giants game. They put up monster point, 34 points every game. So your team is clicking. Their defense looks good. You cannot run against the Jets. They've bottled up some pretty good backs the last few weeks. Barkley. Uh, well, Jairus Jew's not really a great back. Barkley and then Jacobs this past weekend. So... Look, man, this is where your Jets team needs to be. Don't don't start thinking playoffs. Get to six and seven. Get to that Ravens game. Get to that Ravens game with a chance uh, for five hundred and see. 
And even still, you have a chance to go to eight and eight, and that's a good that's a good season for the Jets, considering where they came from. They were one and six, right? They were one and six. So if you go to eight and eight and you finish up eight and two, that's a fucking great season for the Jets. And you could hang your hat on that going into next season and say, look, we wanted to build this year. We built. We got off to a slow start. Or we could talk about what could have been. But look where we finish off down the stretch. Now let's get let's get in this offseason. Let's stay healthy. Let's re let's get back behind Adam Gase. Let's get back behind Donald. And let's see what we can do. Okay, let's see what we need to shore up. Maybe it's I mean you got Le'Veon Bell and he's gonna be it's to be it's to be honest, he's gonna be a little bit underused this year. That's good for next year. Do you need you need another receiver with Robbie and Crowder? You need another receiver in there? Right, and Nuwas hurt again. Like you could, maybe you need another weapon, maybe a tight end. What you need? I don't know. Well, no, the tight end had a good game on Sunday. All right, tight end scored a touchdown on Sunday, so maybe it, I can't remember his name right now, but he had a good uh, a good day. Maybe he's their tight end in the future. So I don't know. Just fear the Jets get to that Ravens game with a chance, and if you if you can be competitive with the Ravens on Thursday night, and man, if you can get to seven seven. Some of, I mean, that'd be a miracle win right there if you're the Jets. And I'm just talking, I mean, I'm, I know I'm talking about how the Ravens is rolling over the league right now. But, you know, we talked about the, 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 the Rams going in opposite directions. The Jets are trending upwards. They're going in the same direction as the Ravens. They're not at the same level as the Ravens. But there's no way, there's no reason that they, once they get to that game, there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to put together a game plan to be competitive with them in a short week. Um, in a game where that can that can get you to 500, so we'll see. This fucking week, man. I mean, it's so nice. You have Thanksgiving comes up, and you have three games that aren't really great. You have the Lions and whoever are playing. Then you have Buffalo and Dallas who's playing. And I think that's an okay game. That's probably the best game. Of the, well, you know what? It depends on what happens in the late game because New Orleans and Atlanta, Atlanta just beat them a couple weeks ago, and Atlanta's kind of turned their season around a little bit. So could they give New Orleans a problem on Thursday night? Maybe. But then that's Thursday night. You know, you have stuff with Turkey. You know, you maybe had a little too much. But you're going back. Going back four seconds. I'm not sure... That, th- that Thursday night, if you overdo it food-wise, the key is pacing, okay? The key is pacing. You don't want to be one of these families that goes into Thanksgiving and just puts it all on the table. Now, they got a good, I don't know, four-course meal coming up. And you start at like, we start at like 12.31. We start early. I don't know what order we're going to go in just yet. But I think that I think that we got to feature the bird early. Get all that stuff out there. And then do that. That's like your lunch. And then you kind of later on, when you're ready for a second, you don't have to do it all in one sitting. If you're eating turkey like 1, 1.30, and the next dish is uh, the pasta. And look, I'm talking to you like you know, but there's only one way to do Thanksgiving, and that's the Italian way. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I just, that is interesting to me, though, because my wife's family, they're Spanish. But on Thanksgiving, they don't do any Spanish dishes. Now, maybe it's just Italians are so cocky. <laughs> They're like, look, nobody does it fucking better than we do. I, okay, you got your traditions, that's great. We'll do your traditions. 
But there's a few things we've got to add. We mean you don't have figs and nuts. We're going to have figs and nuts. And we mean, of course, you're going to have figs and nuts. It's fucking November. We're going to have figs and nuts. And what do you mean? What, what, what do you mean there's no fruit? Of course, you're going to have some fruit. Have a fucking pear. All right? Have an artichoke. Do you have any artichokes at your Thanksgiving? No? And then it's not a meal with that dish of pasta, so we're going to do like something nice. We'll do like a manigot. People do lasagna. People do stuffed shells. You know, depends on who depends on who you go to. Everybody's got their own kind of tradition. But all, all the Italians got to have pasta at, at dinner. So I'm curious. and I But I've heard that other Spanish families do incorporate some of, like, Spanish dishes. Um... Just like famous people I've heard in passing talk about it. Not in passing, but like talking about their traditions or whatever. But it kind of makes me... It's curious to me, like... Is it everybody do... Or is it all regional? Is it all regional stuff? Like, all right, everybody... These people have the green beans. These people have the... I don't know, sweet potatoes. I feel like everybody does sweet potatoes, right? The stuffing. Oh, my wife's stuffing. Like I say, my wife makes stuffing. And it is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm in charge of the Italian stuff, and she's in charge of everything else. She's in charge of the American stuff. But it works, man. Pace it, though. Pace it. You don't want to be. You don't want to be full. At five, you don't want to be like stuffed to your lungs by five o'clock and not have any room for anything else. Because after you do like the manigots uh, for like a little early dinner, then I think you know, later on for that game, that's why I get the Italian bread, and then you cut off a piece of the Italian bread. Turkey or gravy on, and that's your little midnight snack for the eight o'clock game, for the prime time game. I think I'm gonna do. I don't know about you guys. Uh, start drinking early. You start drinking early on Thanksgiving. Got it right. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do wine during the day, and then once the kids go to bed, I think that's when I'll. I think that's when I'll crack open the wild turkey. I gotta wait till the kids go to bed to start going to the hard stuff, because you don't want. That's that's my meal. There you go. That's it. Kids go to bed. Go downstairs. Bread, turkey, gravy, glass of wild turkey, tall one, rocks, and that way, boom. That's my little midnight snack there. That's what I'm gonna finish the day with. I can't wait for it. Can't wait. I um gotta have wild turkey on Turkey Day. This makes sense. It's the only way to do it. Uh, yeah, really, it's a fun tradition. And then, hey, look, and then I go, I go to work on Friday. I'll be back to work on Friday, a little full, a little stuffed, a little hungover maybe. But that's fine. Back to work. I'm a very important piece of manpower, and I'm needed at the office on Friday. I mean, if the big shots are... Here's the thing about like people come in. Like, a lot of people don't come in on the Friday after Thanksgiving, and a lot of... The big people don't come in, but there'll be like one or two VPs there, or you might bump into. I mean, that's probably the day you're gonna bump into the CEO. You're gonna be leaving at three o'clock. You have your jacket on and leaving, and you're gonna bump into the CEO in the hall. He's going upstairs to go back to work. Which, hey, if you're the CEO of a big company or of any company, if your people are in, you should be in. I don't know. This is me. I, uh, you know, people are working. Why aren't you there? And I understand, like, security's got to be there, right? That's the building, right? Security's got to be there. That's one thing. But if people are in offices working. I don't know. It just kind of feels weird if the guy who runs the whole thing isn't there. At least it feels weird to me. But, you know. Okay. That's it for me. 
That's <laughs> my commentary. Well, this is a week where you kind of just had to get through the week. You just had to go into work. It's a show up. It's a shell. You're, oh, this car's all fucked up. This car got bashed by a fucking jealous ex-girlfriend. It looks like a bowling ball went through the fucking windshield. Um, Tiger Woods' car over here. This week, we just kind of get through the week. It's a shell. You just show up, pretend like you're working, and that's the name of the game for the week. And we tell you, uh, I got me, got me looking to see what's on TV. <laughs> like, I can scan for movies. There'll be movies on and stuff. Like, I got a TV at my desk. It's part of my job to have a TV there. But a week like this, you know, maybe a little more apt to kind of skip around. Kind of see what's going on. And today, you got two tournaments going on. You got the Maui Invitational. We got Michigan State, who just lost to Virginia Tech last night. We got Michigan State and Georgia at 2.30. And then, hey, to keep my Ivy League, my wannabe Ivy League roots, I was never never an Ivy Leaguer, but I can still root for Yale. And Yale plays Bucknell at 2.30. So two 2.30 games today. And let's get, let's get rolling, all right? I mean, we have... Uh, we have this time together. <laughs> we have to be there. So let's just, you know, let's make the best of it. And put on these games and see what we can do. All right, that's it for me. Uh, well, catch the train. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. Be back here tomorrow. Two shows tomorrow. Your NFL picks for for uh, Thanksgiving, uh, for Thanksgiving games. And uh, your morning show on your way to work. Like, oh, God, we're doing this again. Uh, so have a great fucking day. Until then, I'll talk to you soon.